Hello, and thank you for listening to the Cars and Talkie podcast. This week, I'm at Amelia Island, and I'm joined by Paul and Katie Rupry of Autobiotags. I had the pleasure of meeting Paul and Katie at last year's Amelia Island event, where we talked about their unique idea, which they then went on to present at the SEMA Launchpad event and had a booth at SEMA in November of 2021. Uh, we talked about their experiences last year, the interesting things that they got to do, and lots of fun, exciting projects they have coming up, as well as some of the cars we got to see around the event today. I hope you uh, enjoy this episode and consider listening to more in the future. Thanks. Yep. Okay, so we were, Paul and I were just remarking last night that it's been about, I think, 10 months since the last Amelia, right? And how far we've come and how many people we've met and how many collections we've seen and just how far we've come really, I guess, too, in our journey of talking about this business and sharing it with people. Um, last year we were such rookies. Like we look back, we kind of laugh. We're like, I don't even know what we were doing, Yeah, <laughs> but we were here. It was crazy. Yeah. So it's fun to be back. Gosh, it's hard to believe that was only 10 months ago. It feels like a couple of years. I know. Yeah. And, and actually after we, after we met you, um, like Katie said, that was our debut in the market. And, um, and then we hit the summertime and we just started, you know, planning and getting out to events and, um, Katie had this wild idea. She saw this uh, thing for this contest at SEMA for Launchpad, and yeah. I'd never heard of it. And she's like, yeah, I think we should do it. And I'm like, you want to do what? Like, we're not ready for something like that. And um, the next thing you knew it, we were uh, filming and um, applying for the um, you know, the program. And out of, what, 200 and maybe 15, 220 entrants around the country, we made the top 15. And it was just uh, Unbelievable. So was it you went through the video application process and they cut the, all those applicants down to the, the 15 that would then go through the program? Wow. Yeah, that's that, right. Yeah, yeah. That's so exciting. It, it, what it is, we should maybe give a little context, yeah. is it's an entrepreneurial competition mm. that's sponsored by SEMA. Yeah. So it's kind of like American Idol meets uh, Shark Tank, but with less singing, you know. Like. <laughs> yes, and all so automotive related. It yeah. is. It's yeah. All, yeah, it's all mostly, it's all yeah aftermarket parts yeah. related. So it's, you know, it's the SEMA world. Um, but when I saw the application for it, it was literally like a week before it closed. And I said to Paul, I was like, we're going to do this. I was like, actually, correction, you're going to do this. It's going to be amazing. Right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes. Yeah. And, and of the two of us, the one who's Uber media trained, it's Katie. So I'm not sure how I drew the short end of the straw on that one. But <laughs> no, it was uh, funny. It was it was a good time. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. So once you guys got into that list, kind of. Um, Obviously, you had to start working towards SEMA, and I know all of the preparation stuff that you actually went through. The bulk of the launchpad stuff happened before that, um, and it looked like it was a pretty like intensive um, sort of training and conditioning stuff to help you guys bolster your business and make it really presentable to, to people. Yeah, yeah, it was. We had true. to be on our A game, and um, and I'll tell you, it's an interesting mix because we were the only digital company that was represented amongst the top 15 and there were some really cool products i mean the yeah. guy who won he made this thing called natural nitrous that cools the air as it goes into your car and uh it's it's kind of a genius kind of crazy thing um and uh so here we are with our tags mm-hmm. and we got guys like that yeah. and you know people with all kinds of stuff for overlanding and all this and and it was it was it was an honor quite honestly to be out there with those kind of entrepreneurs who you know are you know they all have day jobs, and they're all you know inventing something new and, and fresh, and it was amazing. Yeah, no, I I remember looking through. You guys were sharing some stuff, like we made final fifteen, shared the link to the website to see all the other the finalists, and yeah. I remember looking through it, and it did stand out to me that you guys were the only digital platform. And I know off of my experiences, some of the things that I've learned is like how much harder it is to explain something to someone when you can't 
give it to them. That's right. You can't put it in their hands. That's right. And it's a whole different animal. And in the world of automotive stuff, a lot of the stuff is tangible parts. Cars right. are a tangible physical thing, and so it, that's mostly what they're probably used to. So how did how did sort of the curriculum of things model around or help you guys? Because I would assume it was mostly related to the physical side of business, and yours was digital. And you know, I guess yeah. how did how did that go? Yeah. Well, so we started the first trip that we made out to Vegas for this after we made the cut down to the final 15 was in July. Okay. So we started this process in July. Wow. Uh, I do not recommend going to Las Vegas in July. In July. No. no, it was yes. literally 105 <laughs> degrees outside. Yeah. It was crazy. Um, but what SEMA does is they, for anybody who wants to exhibit at SEMA, they produce this whole conference that's like the training before you go to SEMA. Yeah. Right? So it's the SEMA before the SEMA. Right. Um, and we then got to attend that conference, learn a lot of things about what we were supposed to be doing, but then also... Paul did filming of the show while we were there. So there were like rounds of filming, um, early mornings, long days in front of a panel of judges. Um, And he was a a rock star to do that. Yeah, I'll never never forget like walking in there and we didn't know who the judges were going to be right up to literally. So we met them. So when we walked in the room, you know, it was like crazy. And I'm standing there going, "Okay, I know two of the four and one of them I, I I know from TV really well and it was Chip Foose and I was like oh wow oh my gosh yes. you know it was like this, this is real yeah, yeah. this is real and, yeah. and that's really him and you know and, and just being a fan of his show over the years and just the talent that guy's got I was just like you know gobsmacked it was it was unbelievable yeah. but but then you know I had to pull out for a second and kind of go okay wait a second I gotta go pitch these guys yeah. their eyes are on me and yeah. It's, yeah you know the good thing was in coming out to Amelia and in the number of shows we had done in between which is only a handful um, Katie and I have pitched our platform you know a gazillion times to right. all different types of people so you've got some real hardcore collectors you've got some guys that you know just love tuner cars and they love telling the stories about what they've done to their cars and then there's historians and then there's museums and there's all these different types that we've pitched um, and then you know it came down to that literally one minute that we were given to stand up there and try and explain our product so wow it was pretty amazing yeah yeah, that, yeah it came down to one minute I mean the assignment was and here was the other thing you could only have one person from the representing the company, so right. I wasn't even you allowed in there. the room. Yeah, I was like, I was mm. back at the hotel giving a lot of moral support. Yeah, run, run so, through the script beforehand yeah. and, and go get them. Right. Yeah. So <laughs> yes. Paul was in there by himself with all these other competitors, and the assignment was, yeah, you get one minute in front of these judges that you've just seen for the first time, yeah. and. Um, I, that's a tough assignment, no matter who you are, but especially when right. you're, yeah, you got cameras in front of your face, oh, you got and, lights going on. And you know? None of us were allowed to actually take our product in the room during that one minute. You had to stand there and try and describe what it is and get them interested enough yeah. for them to kind of go, yeah. okay, well, you can make it to the next round or whatever. And um, I mean, it, it was just insane. And there were guys there that like their stuff didn't make it, you know. And so you're, you're like, mm-hmm. you watch it on TV is one thing, and kind of like see the drama behind the stories that are unfolding and then we're standing there with one of these competitors who had a really cool product and it literally didn't show up it it didn't make the ups truck or something wow and so you know you're just like your heart's breaking for all these people yeah but at the same time they're filming all of this and they're making a competition out of it so it's pretty insane wow yeah it uh i i know I, i've gone through you know classes that i've taken and, and cool unique like projects and stuff through school that kind of meant to teach us that like on the spot like you know yeah. it, you have to be able to explain and sell and talk 
and, yeah. and that's like everything. Yeah. Um, yeah. Which uh, again, that goes back to you guys were a digital product. You've spent your whole time explaining it, yes, and and, and, and trying to show it to someone. And so um, I'm sure that was you know a bit of an advantage that you guys had, a little bit yeah. of experience yeah. there. Yeah. Um, and so then. At the actual SEMA show, you guys were in like the main hall, right? And yeah. amongst all the other finalists yeah. for the the um, launch pad. Yeah, I, I will say this about SEMA. SEMA is an incredible organization, and we knew very little about SEMA before we um, entered this contest and and were became a part of this. And they have been just so welcoming to yeah. you know anybody and everybody that comes along, especially as young companies. Um, so basically this year with it, you know, kind of COVID and everything, they, they had some vacancies and they moved, they did a, a, a huge solid. They moved all 15 competitors right next to Ford's massive booth in central hall. And Katie and I were on an end cap of this U shape. So like we were in the major traffic zone, yeah. so we couldn't have asked for literally a, like a million dollar location. Yeah. I think Holly tool pulled out at the last minute and we got their huge booth space to all 15 of us. So, yeah. you know, it was to compete in was one thing, but to have that kind of exposure was just unbelievable. Yeah, yeah that was un- that was wild. So yeah, so, so our second trip to Vegas was at the SEMA show in November. Okay. We show up again, and now we get to put into practice everything that we learned. Right? right. How do you yeah. show up at SEMA? Yeah. When you're like us, like our company is just us. It's just the two of us. Yeah. You know? So. Well, yeah, and SEMA is all about the booths. It's all about what yeah. you bring. Right. I mean, they they bring in musicians, they bring in big name public speakers and stuff to do stuff from the booth to try to attract people and right. everything. Yeah. yeah. You guys yeah. were given a great opportunity of phenomenal placement. You're right off a main walkway that yeah. got to see so much traffic and yeah. everything. Yeah. Um, so how did how were some of those reactions or interactions with some people that were walking through. You, you guys got to meet some pretty cool people and some some well-known names. We did. We did. It, that was super fun. Our superpower was, as you said, our location. Because yeah. we were just pulling people in off the main yeah. strip. You yeah. know, uh, not, not literally. And it was so fun. What we do is we started holding the tags. We put them on a plexiglass disc mm-hmm. so that the tags were kind of mounted on something. Um, and then we could just pull it out of our pocket and just run into people and be like, hey, have you seen this? Can I show you how this works? You know, and yeah. then you then you take your phone, you tap it, you scan it, and people are super engaged at that point. And yeah. they go, wait, what did you just do? Wait, how did that work? How does that work? Let yeah. me show you. You know, and then you've got them in. And that's your pitch right there. Yeah. Um, so we, now you have to keep in mind, for those of anybody who doesn't know, SEMA is five days long. Yeah. So you are doing this. <laughs> For literally five days, 8 a.m. to 5 p.m., five yeah. days a week. It was and, long. And it's an yeah. industry trade show. So, yeah. I mean, it's everyone else involved in the automotive industry, and they know competitors. They know yes. what, you know, uh, what a business looks like that's going to go far and go places. Yeah. And, and what yes. ones that they're like, I, you know. And people know some industries, some don't. I mean, there's a big difference between the aftermarket wheel industry and then a company that makes fuel injectors or yeah. even just, you know, nuts sure. and bolts. For yeah. sure. Yeah. 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 So we were in the thick of it with everybody. And you always kind of have this moment as an entrepreneur when people are walking by and like to stop. And then they go, you always wonder, is someone else going to show up? Does someone else have this idea? I mean, we've done a lot right. of thorough research. We're right. patented yeah. and all this good stuff. But people do walk up and they go, huh, wait, I've Couldn't never seen that. Yeah, yeah, I've yeah. never seen this right. before. And you're like, no, you or, haven't. Or you right. get the, guy, the myriad of people that come up and go, I had an idea similar to this five years ago. And I'm like, oh, okay, oh, well. We do nice get that a lot. It's yeah. mine now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah, right, yeah, right. Thanks. Um, from the other side of the patent table. But, yeah. Um, That's right. I tell you, though, it was, um, yeah, five days was really intense. Um, but the number of people we met, and, you know, one of the big education for us coming out of that was just 
a whole new set of customers that we never actually anticipated yet. Yeah. Um, like a lot of the overland guys that okay. are like, hey, it's really about the documenting what I've done to my you know truck and um, and then also documenting their journeys, which you can do right on the tags, not only visually, but you know you can write it up as a diary. Um, we actually had a lot of restorers that came to us and builders um, who are obviously walking around looking at the latest and greatest builds. And they wanted to know, can we do captions on photos? And can you have drag and drop to rearrange them? And so, like, we had big learnings coming out of that and came back and pulled the trigger on a number of changes on our platform to accommodate that stuff we learned, which yeah. was, you know, really phenomenal. Yeah. So, now you gained lots of valuable information. Yeah. It was it was a um, double-edged sword. It, like, you've got, you're going out, you're acquiring customers, you're getting people more familiar with the brand. Yep. They're giving you very val- valuable feedback, yeah. which is super important. Yeah. Um, so what, what were some of those things that you guys implemented once you came back and, and kind of changed? Yeah. What were some of the big things, I guess? Yeah, the key thing was um, the photo management on the site. Mm-hmm. So what came out of that, and it was a feature we knew we wanted to do, but we just accelerated it because of what we heard from people at SEMA, was with the photos now on our site, you can bulk upload. So it's, that's especially great if you're on your phone and yeah. you just want to tap through 10 photos, they'll upload all at once, which is great. And then you can rearrange them by using drag and drop. So you're just okay. pulling them around and then with your finger, you can tell your story, reorder them, you yeah. know, and also you can do captions. Okay. And that's really great, especially for our restorer people or anyone who's done a lot of mods to their vehicle and they want to just put a little highlight. Yeah, have a picture of the specific yes. thing they're trying yes. to talk about. Yeah. It's probably or, a detail that is mm-hmm. not very easy to see in a normal picture. Correct. They want that's a specific right. one and yeah. talk about what it is. Or our people that come to all, a lot of these events, right? Yeah. If they want to be like, I was at this event and market and, and talk about it a little bit there. So, so yeah. those three things on the picture management side of things... Um, something that we accelerated based on SEMA. Um, Another segment that was really cool were the Jeep guys. Yeah. I mean, we, so we've now been in some good discussions with uh, like a Quadratech, um, you know, and so like aftermarket Jeep accessories and what else could you do to your Jeep? Um, So talking with those guys um, and also a large um, gift catalog that found us and that's interested that yeah. they're, you know, thinking about it and should we carry this for Father's Day, you know? Yeah. Um, yeah. The answer is yes, you should. Yes, you should. But yes, <laughs> you should. And, and any other holiday that yes. you want. Right, yes. right. Yeah. Yeah. It, yeah. It makes a great gift. Yeah. 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 And and coming right out of SEMA and then we headed into the holidays, um, one of uh, Katie's predictions came true um, that it would make great gift um, by, you know, uh, from anybody. And so we actually saw a lot of uh, female buyers. Um, okay. And not only ones that were buying it as a gift, but that came forward and um, posted their own collections online, which was fantastic. Yeah. So, you know, it, it really expanded our audience getting that exposure there. Um, and and seeing also that, um, you know, again, we could kind of hold our own ground at a contest like that, yeah. in an event like that, yeah. um, you know, in our first inaugural year and, you know, come out of it with some huge wins. It was it was yeah. incredible. No, I mean, going going through the very early stages of a startup, you can have a lot of self-doubt. I mean, oh, absolutely. there's a lot, absolutely. Of, a lot of things that happen and you're like, oh, is this, is this worth pursuing? Like, this really knocked yes. me backwards. And yes. It's going to take a lot. I, am I mentally prepared for that? And I'm sure getting that first letter that said you're one of the final 15 was like, okay, there's there's some potential here. Yeah. And then mm-hmm. finally going through the 
the actual um, convention itself and talking to so many people and getting so much more feedback and more confirmation, yeah. it, it's got to make you, you know, feel great. And it was. That's so true. It was a ton of work, but it was a huge validation process yeah. for yeah. us, um, which, as you say, in the entrepreneurial jury, it doesn't come along all that often. You have, you have to create your own wins, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Nobody cares about your product except for you. Right. Yeah. And you have to make them care, you yeah. know? Yeah. So yeah. you spend a lot of time in an echo chamber just thinking about it and talking about it to yourself yeah. um, until you go out into the world and, and put it into practice. And, uh, you know, when you've got things like patent considerations and you want to approach the market the right way, you you have to have a lot of restraint because mm-hmm. you can't you can't really go out and do a lot of like even you know beta testing because right. once you do that and you're out in the market, you kind of have shot yourself in the foot from a patent perspective. Yeah. So, you know, again, all of this effort that we kind of got swept up into come twenty twenty once we really decided to go for this, you know, you're pouring your blood, sweat and tears and, you know, all of your um, your life savings and your dreams into this thing for over a year and yet you can't hit the marketplace yet and then all of a sudden you can and yeah. you get this validation it you know yeah it's, it's, it's a awesome. tense, tense moments leading up to oh it. absolutely absolutely yeah. i mean and you know i mean you've been through the entrepreneurial studies it's like it's one thing to have an idea in your head it's a totally a whole different ball game once you're on the other side of it and you're looking back and going how did we get here I mean, it's literally yeah. like that talking head song like how did i get here that, i mean it is yeah it's, it's one of those moments for yeah. sure. It still is. Yeah. It still is. Um, so how many users are on it on the platform now? Oh, gosh. We've got, um, I mean, it's in the hundreds now. Okay. Um, and, and we really didn't push a ton of the... We didn't push a ton of the marketing um, right off the bat. And in fact, we really haven't done very much marketing at all. A lot of it's been word of mouth and yeah. meeting shows like this. Yeah. That, yeah. that organic, natural growth uh, as people find out about it. Yeah. Um, no, yeah. It, and I, yeah, I remember my dad ordered tags right away. He's got one on, on his uh, Explorer ST and, yep. and he loves it, loves updating it with pictures and everything. I've got a Miata that I need to get running first of all and, and, and get some more pictures updated as I continue that project and everything. But my dad got me a tag for that as well um and there's a lot of really interesting builds lots of like you guys said it it sounds like you came into it initially with that classic um collector in mind or that american muscle owner that wanted to tell more of the background but then you got you know people with you know off-roaders and four by fours and people with european like high-end cars yeah um what are some of those those users what are some that kind of like stand out to you as like really interesting ones that yeah. people can go check out there's a lot of great stories on the site first yeah. of all yeah, yeah. Um, the other thing I should I should say yeah. quickly is that the whole site is searchable so okay. when you yeah. go on you can search by literally any word that might be in someone's profile it could be brand name it could be a color it could be a, a model number whatever go ahead and try that out it's really fun you can you can spend a long time uh, just hanging out there um, but uh, let's see some of our favorite stories are Probably, what do you think, masterpiece? Yeah, masterpiece. Let's let's start with that one. So this is a gentleman who has a 1957 Mercedes Benz 300 SL. Oh wow! Uh, it's convertible and it's absolutely drop dead gorgeous. Um, a friend of his gave him the tag, and they they show their cars together, um, kind of in the southeast part of the U.S. mainly. But he's part of the Gullwing Group International, which is like 600 owners wow. around the world. Yeah. And um, you know, his friend gave him the tag, and a very very long story short. He, um, he basically wasn't sure he wanted to do it. He called us um, as his friend's request. He said, just give Paul and Katie a call. I think you're going to like this. Yeah. And he didn't want to have a QR code on his car. He was afraid of, you know, I don't know, anything and everything. And it came down to, I think, ultimately, um, he wasn't sure how to do it. 
So I said, gotcha. okay, no problem. He was yeah. a gentleman who's older and doesn't want to do a lot of tech stuff. So very successful businessman. And uh, anyway, we called him. We, he sent us a document that was somewhere buried on his hard drive that had the history of it. He sent us six photos, literally, of this thing through the years from the time he got it in college to the time uh, modern day. And we talked to him for a half hour on the phone. We had a great conversation with him. And by the time we were done, I said, okay, give me two minutes mm-hmm. and then scan that tag that's on your desk. Um, and he called us back and he was like, what have you done? And we're like, <laughs> yeah. what do you mean what have we done? He's like, what have you done? Yeah. And we're like, we took that story that you gave us, those photos that you gave us, and we just put it onto your tag. And he's like, this is incredible. He put it on his car. He went to the Gullwing Group International event in Colorado, came back and said, you know what? Um, the Gullwing Group is interested in doing this for like the whole club. Wow. And then he went on to the Amelia Island. No, sorry, not Amelia Island. He went on to Hilton the Head. Hilton Head Concours. And he and his wife um, couldn't actually talk to every single person that came up to him to see his car. I mean, this is a concourse-level car. And he just kept telling them, scan the tag, you can get the story. So people were walking away in droves like with a story on their phone, and then they were heading over to the tent to vote for People's Choice. And he wins People's Choice, wow. and he calls us up afterwards, yeah. and he says, literally, I, I think that might have actually helped because people could actually get my story when I couldn't tell them. It was so easy to, for people to learn it. It was so easy it. to tell yeah. them. And, and, you know, true story, and it was just like, it, it, was, the, it was the most validating thing we could hear from a customer yeah. at that point. A guy who didn't want to have anything to do with it because he wasn't sure how to use it to being a total evangelist today. Yeah. And, and you know, and this is like, I mean, he's got an amazing car, but you could replace that car with any Jeep that's on the site. Right. You know, any anybody has got a classic old muscle, whatever it may be, people have similar stories about how they finally could bring everything together in one place. Yeah. Even when, he, even when that gentleman won um, the People's Choice, he gave us a video clip um, from the event, like the day after it happened, we uploaded it onto his tag forum. And we were like, it was that fresh. Yeah. And it you know, the story was that real. It was like a living diary. So it was pretty cool. Wow. I mean, that's, that's one of my favorite stories from, no, that's, you know, a user that's perspective. An, and that's an incredible story. If, if, uh, if users, if, you know, if people can go, um, to autobiotags.com and type in masterpiece in the search, you'll they see this find amazing car. car. Yeah, this wow. amazing car. So yeah. Katie's got, um, she had a really interesting experience talking to a young guy who had a hybrid Jeep. Um, and he became a friend of ours, but he's got a really cool story, too. Yeah, so it, on our site, um, Hybrid Jeep, um, and you also can find him on Instagram, but he um, takes his Jeep on different adventures, like many people do. Yeah. Um, he reached out to us and was like, hey, this is really cool, and um, you know, wanted to learn more about it. We ended up having him come to SEMA with us. And he did um, photography for us well, and awesome. just captured different social stuff and whatever with us at SEMA. Yeah. And yeah. it was kind of like our roving reporter. Um, but had we ever met him? No. No, we had not. But we had connected through Autobio yeah. and through his story. And he was you so know? interested and, and he was a yeah. user. And yeah. He was a yeah. user yeah. and he was on one of his journeys out west and yep. he's like, I want to stop by and there. meet you guys. Yeah. And, you know, yeah. and like, it's, it's pretty interesting. Every mod that he does to that, to that Jeep gets recorded onto his tag and, yeah. you know, and he's just like takes that thing everywhere. Wow. Yeah. So that's kind of fun. We so I think one of the big highlights for us is meeting people that have tags. Right. Yeah. So we send uh-huh. a lot of tags out the door, right? And they fly off off in the mail. Um, but when we get to meet someone face to face who has one, so we just had that experience today. We were over at yeah. the Porsche Works, right? right? Um, and Paul walks by this blue, blau yeah. actually is the color, right? Yeah. yeah. Um, uh, club. It was Club Coupe. Club blau Porsche and. Paul goes, I know that car. And I always kind of think that's funny because I don't know the cars. Mm-hmm. But I think it's funny that you could walk through a field of 800 Porsches right. and be like, oh, I know oh, that I one. I recognize it. Yes, yes, yeah. I know that one. It's a friend of mine. Um, and so Paul goes, I know that car. And sure enough, we look at the license plate. And I was like, yep, 
That's right. He's on our site. He has a tag. Now, here's the kicker. He didn't have the auto bio tag on his window at that moment. We were walking around his car. So Paul writes a note. We leave a business card on his. Then we see him come back, and he's driving out of the show. And we run over to him and go, hey, hey, it's, it's us. We're Autobio, you know, and he's super <laughs> excited to see us. He goes, guess what happened to my tag? We're like, my I detailer don't... crushed it. Yeah, he goes, <laughs> they washed the car. And then after it came back from the detailer, I can't find my tag anymore. It's gone. Yeah. And we were like, oh, I think no. the detailer probably took it off because you can take them on and off and yeah. probably just set it aside. Right. So he could actually do the windows and the interior and then fail to put it back on. Right. So he came back without his tag. Yeah. And he was he was crushed. And yes. So we handed him another one because here's what we can do. We can actually transfer his story to another tag yeah, and make a duplicate it. tag. Like yeah. clone it. So how does yeah. that work? Do you hand him the tag? Yes. Yeah. So and, and we record the number. And then tonight, gotcha. actually, we haven't done you this yet, through. but tonight we will go back and then we'll clone port it. over all of his entire story on nice. his new tag. Yeah. And it'll work like in an instant. Yeah. Because yeah. this could yeah. happen to anyone. I mean, it, yeah. it could happen to anyone. Yeah. 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 Well, so and he was so excited. It was just really a fun moment. It was like, you know, we're like, as we thought through the million things we had to do to create the platform, we're like, well, what about if somebody loses a tag well we got to have the ability to do that so right. we created this ability and we've been using it so far when people want a clone tag to like carry around in their pocket on one of these little plexiglass discs yeah and then they go or they want to put one in their trophy case and then they want to have one on their car like we can do that but so he literally says like no no don't hand it to me put it on the windows <laughs> reach around reach inside his window put it, right put it on the window yeah. and we're like okay just wait till it's tonight and your tag will work again yeah. so he was so happy so wow but i mean just to show up at an event like this with less than a year into this and, and walk into, a, like, a field of 800 cars and turn around and go, wait a second, I know that yes. car. Yeah, they have I, one of our tags. I, I always tease people. I'm like, I got a bigger car collection than any of you. Just none of them are mine, it, and yeah. they're all online. You yeah. know? But, I mean, just to see that was just really wild. Yeah, um, yeah. Was, that, that is so cool. And it, it'll only continue to happen more and more yeah. as, yeah. as right. base continues. Because, like you yeah. said, it's growing organically. And as people are sharing the word, and you'll see more of them at shows. And you guys were yeah. handing out some stickers today for people to uh, to put on the windshield to kind yep. of point to it. So that people walking around know that, oh, I can get the car story yeah. Yeah. Scanning this and everything, yeah. Yeah. that only continue to grow more and more. Yeah, that for works. Sure. There, so there's a two projects that we're working on for the summer that we're really excited about. Um, that we, our goal is to have a show. Wouldn't it be cool if you could go to an entire show of cars and scan every single one? Yes. Right. I mean, that is the dream. Right. right? Yep. So we're working towards that with two different um, projects. One is in Louisville, locally where we live. Um, we're doing the. Um, well, RCR, which is River yeah. City Rippers, yeah, is sponsoring their Cars in the Commons. So it's right. the second annual. It's a local car show. Yep. But we're getting every single person who's entering that show, they have to have a tag. Okay. So, at so that's this, kind of their entry Yeah. Ticket. So at this yeah. local yeah. Louisville show, you're going to be able to go and go tap, tap, tap and get the story of every single car. That is yeah, so cool. Which is fun. awesome. And then, of course, yeah. they get to keep that and, you know, yeah. keep going. Yeah. So, right. um, And then there's another one this summer. Actually, somebody that met us at SEMA, the Iola Car Show in Iola, Wisconsin, which I grew up not far from there within, I don't know, 30 miles. Um, and it's 100,000 people that come to this event. It's been going on for, what, 50 years? This is their 50th anniversary? Yeah, 50 years. And so they met us at SEMA. They really were psyched about it. Um, they've got some tags on their on their cars. They actually have a tag on their trailer um, that nice. they, like, they've had forever. And, yeah. um, you know, it's, this trailer has a story, too. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, they're going to have uh, a display of, what, 30 to 40 cars, really special cars, um, that'll all be, um, you know, in a, in a special display area, and they're all going to have It'll auto bio tags. Yeah. And so nice. we're providing that concierge level service with each of the owners we did one today in the airport flying through atlanta and uh the owner calls us just like that gentleman with the masterpiece the 300 sl and we get photos we take the story down 
tag works, and uh, you know they're going to show up and have it, uh, you know, on display. So it's going to be pretty cool. Wow. Yeah, yeah. I, I mean the the applications for it, you know, at any event, and the fact that the users can continue to use it, um, you know, I see something that if you have a tag, it becomes your your ticket that anytime you're registering for an event. And I think we talked about this last year as yeah. well. Every all of these concourse events, they have that plaque in front of the cars, mm-hmm. yeah. you know, and if you can get to the point where these tags are so common and and everyone has them, yeah. that if you register for an event, you can say, oh, I've got an auto bio already set, yep, and then the event doesn't have to worry about getting the bio to put on the plaque to sit it in front of the car and all the organizations they're going to have more information than they could possibly want you know because usually they want your make and model the trim they want the basic specs but you know they don't get the story aspect and um yeah they totally have that and and you can keep it up to date because since you can change it at any time you can keep all of that up to date yeah yeah it's we um it's incredible we have people now and including these shows where people um in fact we were at one world of wheels in louisville very very fancy show cars like you know muscle cars worth three four hundred grand you know people that have done yeah. crazy things to them over the years they all sit behind ropes so you can't get up to the car to actually scan the tag <laughs> yes and yeah. so the question becomes well okay is it useless and the answer is no because we can replicate the qr and high res they can now put it on their show board that that is sitting there that somebody's hand painted for them that spent you know hundreds of dollars for these show boards well they can print the qr put it up in the corner and now that show board that's right in front of people People can take their phone out, and it's an extension of our platform, but it takes that static um, board right. and creates a dynamic access point, yeah. which is pretty awesome. No, so. I, I remember you sharing something. You were like, how far away do you have to be to oh, yeah. scan a three-inch QR code? Yeah. And, uh, and uh, I remember I messaged you. I yeah. was like, was it successful? And you're like, yep, it works. Yeah, <laughs> it works. That's, right, that's yeah. right, yeah. You got out the measuring tape yeah. and figured it out. Pretty yeah. amazing. <laughs> yeah, about eight feet, no problem. You can just zoom in on it. That's yeah, perfect. it's pretty amazing, yeah. 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 Um, no, it's grassroots product development right there. Just yeah, yep. that's right. No. It's, happens it's in the old, kitchen, yep. right? <laughs> yeah. Um, no, that's super cool. Well, we mentioned that we're at Amelia Island and everything. We were at Porsche Works reunion today, which you guys you didn't get out to last year, right? No, we not did. at all. I'm we, sure glad we went this year though. That was an amazing event. Yeah, we'll yeah. have a booth yeah. there next year for sure. Yeah, yeah. for sure. No, and, yeah. and the the Porsche community PCA. That's uh, I went to the one last year. I went to a, um, a works gathering in Monterey in 2019. So that's the third one that I've been to and they just put on such a well-organized event um they continuously have top porsche guest speakers i mean they had an engineer from porsche there speaking today talking about the development of the um, the new sport classic car that's exclusive for pca yeah um which is so cool and then the diversity of cars that they bring out and i there is the fact that porsche enthusiasts can take a car that I mean, there's so many Porsches in the world, but yeah. everyone is so unique and yeah. so individual yeah. and different. And there's no two cars that are alike at, at those shows. No. You said there's 800 cars there today. Yeah. 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 I mean, it was like a feast for the eyes and every single color, every single model. Yeah. Rare stuff, right? I mean, it was like, I mean, that in and of itself is an event to come to. Um, let alone Amelia Island. Yeah. So it's free um, to the public too, right? I the know. Fact you could just walk in. You had to pay for parking. No right. big deal. Yeah. Um, yeah. And, but you could just walk in, and and it's open for anyone to come and see. You know, it's interesting. We met a gentleman there who owns a, a, a like uh, a, a race team and a tuning shop, and um, one of our uh, users bought a tag last year at Amelia. Mm-hmm. And he called us about, what, three weeks ago, and he said, uh, hey, I'm going to finally get around to finishing my tag. So I looked him up on the site. Sure, there was no picture. It was like one of these, oh, come on, you know, put a picture up there at least. Well, fast forward um, to, like, yesterday, his uh, the tuning shop uh, actually put together 
the whole story of his car with all these great photos. And, you know, he's got this incredible, um, it was a 991.1 that he's got a 4.3 liter engine in now. And yeah, it's, fully it's built Carrera S. Yeah, unbelievable. I mean, not even close to 550 stock horsepower. I mean, the it, thing is like, yeah. you know, it'll break your neck. And and it was just unbelievable to, to talk to him and, and see that come full circle for him. But then to talk to the gentleman who owned the tuning shop. And he's like, can I do these on my race cars? Because I got people that walk up to me at these events and they want to know about the car. And I'm, I'm just going to have them scan the tag. I'm like, yeah. brilliant. And you can document all of your, you know, your lap times, your races. Like you can do all of that as a user on here, um, because we don't restrict you on what you want to put in. So yeah, it's it's really useful for that. Um, and I would say one other segment you were asking about segments earlier. Um, we're getting a lot of requests from clubs. Cool. So clubs of all different sizes around yeah. the country and out of Canada. Um, I've got um, some people out of Europe right now that are looking at it in the UK. But, you know, this is great because if everybody just puts, um, they're all unique users, but if they just put the name of their club somewhere in their in profile. There, you can search the club. You can search the club and you can get a roster of everybody in it. So yeah. it automatically catalogs all of that. It's pretty amazing. Yeah. We, we always tell people it's also a great activity to do with your car club, especially this yeah. time of year, like when you're kind of excited to get back out again, mm. but the weather's not quite Getting great. ready for all these big events yes. that you might yeah. be attending. Yeah. yeah. Do this with your car club in the month of March, April, something, right. you know, it's yeah. a fun event. And yeah. we are happy to give discounts to clubs, too. Yeah, so cool. if people reach out to us and you've got a group of folks that want to get together group and do order. a bulk purchase, happy to do it. Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. That's, yeah. that's perfect. Yeah. Yeah, because really those car cool. clubs, they, I mean, they they drive lots of enthusiast communities and stuff. I yeah, mean, it's, for sure. you know, whatever, you know, Saturday morning Viper Club, you know, yep. walk out and see a bunch of Dodge Vipers, you know, um, people with, you know, old Mercedes, old BMWs, stuff like that. I mean, yeah. those, those communities... They they'll take over an area that they're in, and everyone knows who they are yeah. and everything. Yep. Yeah. So, um, no, that's 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 really really cool. It's um, a, it's a lot of fun. We have a, a friend of ours who owns a rally company, um, and he's going to start using them on the backside of the rallies. So he's going to give everybody one um, preloaded with all the content he would have actually given them anyway. Cool. Um, and it's uh, you know it's going to be right on their car as a brag tag that I went through the tail of the dragon yeah. you know and I drove this and I drove that right pictures of you know them at the event with all their you know all the colleagues that they'll be there with and then um, really great photography because he hires a photographer that follows them so he's going to have all these great action shots of the car yeah and you know that'll be on those cars uh, forever as a badge of honor so yeah. that's really cool too no we talked earlier about how you know how photographers can plug into this platform and, and help the owners, help the users a lot. Um, and that's something that's super fascinating because we're talking about how um, the the big thing for photography was getting prints and getting prints out to people and stuff. But now that it's digital, what is that thing that, how do you sell the digital use of, of the the pictures that are taken? And this is a great way to do it and say, well, if you have a tag, it's a permanent story that's out there for you to find and everything. And, you know, a, Take pictures. You can upload them on there, and there's your use use for the pictures. That's right. All the more sure. reason to, yeah. to get a yeah. photo shoot. So, yeah. I, yeah. I love it. This yeah. is, it's a great – we do have a lot of people who are like, wait, i got to go get my photos ready. got to do a photo shoot with my f- favorite photographer. Right. You know, and yeah. then I'll be ready to put them up, which is great. Yeah. yeah. I mean, when you think about it, like most of us that go to car shows, even at Cars and Coffee, you want to take a picture of a car, and there's like you know 30 people around it. You can't actually get a good shot. Well, that's like we actually hear that from users. What's nice is when people do walk up to their car and can scan it, they can now access all the photos that they would have loved to have taken of the car. <laughs> yeah. But but they're there. And, I mean, yes, of course, you want to take your own uh, photography. But, you know, the fact that you can just forward the link to somebody and be like, look at what I just look what scanned. I look what I just yeah. standing in front of. And you have that ability to see 
whoever you know clicks on the link can see exactly what you're seeing. Right. And it's kind of the power of the platform. So, uh, yeah. 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 yeah extremely cool. versatile. Can be used by anyone: the car owner, car enthusiast, someone who knows nothing but sees some crazy wild car on the street. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Uh, museums can document their whole collections. Um, works anywhere in the world. Yeah. So very cool. Which is awesome. Yeah. Very cool. Um, so what? Let's let's talk about some of the cars that are here this weekend and everything, because <laughs> um, there's some craziness. We're we should set context right now. We're in sort of the lobby of RM Sotheby's at Amelia Island. Um, there's a model of or a, a go kart of yeah. uh, an older Porsche race car that looks like it could be a child's go kart that an adult could fit in and race around Le Mans if they wanted to. I bet. Sitting um, under a crystal chandelier. Under the right. crystal <laughs> chandelier, yes. Right. Um, and then looking in through the, the main exhibit hall where there's an XJ220. Uh, I think there's a Duesenberg in there. And actually, I did see, you, you mentioned the 300SL uh, yes. masterpiece. There's a beautiful blue 300SL it's in there. It's unbelievable. I can't wait to go get a closer look You know, look Katie, will, Katie will, early on, she always claimed that she wasn't a, a car person. Um, but, you know, I can kind of see what she's been gravitating towards over the years. And... Uh, I gotta say, it'd be fun to give her one of those as a gift someday. <laughs> yeah. like, I can see her driving that. Yeah, I am still we, not a car person. You'll ma- notice I will not chime luggage. in on any of the commentary in the cars. I'm gonna let you guys do that. Oh, <laughs> yeah. I don't know because I don't know. But it has been fun. I do have things I like. But there, yes, yeah, I mean, yes. there's got to be yeah. some things that, yeah. that stand that out. I mean, SL is gorgeous. Yes. Yeah. yeah, and that's For something sure. that um, I. It's always it turns into a game, you know, with, with my girlfriend. Every time I'm going out somewhere, we're, we're talking about what cars we're seeing, and I'll yeah. start to quiz her if we see something, a, a familiar color over and over. I'm like, what's the color? Do you, do you remember right, it? Right, totally. Right. Um, yeah. those, those things that kind of stand out. But, I mean, there... There's a there's a Bugatti EB110 in there, and that beautiful French blue, uh, racing blue. It is stunning. Yes. I mean, to see that, that, that was a poster car for me when I was a kid. Um, you know, and of course I had the Kuntak on the wall and the Testarossa and all that. And now I see, I'll say the one thing about doing this and we get to see some ridiculous collections up close. Yeah. Very fortunate. Um, but it sort of like numbed me to some of my childhood dream cars. <laughs> but then I come into a room like that and I see an EB110 by an XJ220, you know, and there's a Sharon in the corner. I'm like, what is going on? Yeah. You know, it is like pinch the rarest moments. of the rare. These are definitely pinch. I mean, today I... I wandered out of, you know, uh, over here to get, to walk through there, and I didn't want to leave. I mean, it's just stunning. Yeah. Stunning. No, Absolutely well, stunning. The car that I was looking forward to seeing, and I, I hope I'll get the chance to this weekend, but at uh, the Gooding & Company auction, they had the Talbot Lagos, oh, which yeah. is the predecessor to <laughs> the Bugatti Type 57 Atlantic, which is just insane. And I actually, just before we started recording, I saw it sold for $13.5 million. Stop it. So they weren't, sure, they weren't sure if it was going to go for over 10 oh and that's God. that's what they were estimating ended up going for 13 and a half which it makes sense because there's only five or four or five type 57 atlantics and i think only three of them are known right and so what uh ralph the, lorenz got one ralph right? lorenz yeah, has yeah. one jay leno has one but it's not the s the sc one yep um and there's one more black one that is missing and no one knows that where is, it is that is the original badass car yeah. i mean that thing and how it's got that seam straight down the middle like it is it's a work of art, and oh, to yeah. think that somebody hand rolled all that yes. back in the day and put it together—I mean, that's like you and here now, right? And um, right next to the EB110, like within 20 feet, is a Delahaye, or yeah. you know, you see um, some of the Duesenbergs in there. I mean, it is just like to imagine that somebody handcrafted. Looking out the window, there's a, another Bugatti out there that's got this crazy, like, burnt sienna with a like a shade darker of some other brown on. It. I mean. 
not only was that hand rolled, you know, steel back in the day, but um, the paint jobs that went on these things, yeah, I mean, and the woodwork inside. It well, is and, like, and that's the other. They, these are all these pre-war cars. Oh. You know, they the it was you know Delahaye that would provide a rolling chassis, and they basically right. said build a body, put an engine on it, and the craziness that some of these people came up with. Putting you know twelve, thirteen, fourteen liter, yeah. massive like straight yeah. six. It's like engines. a train. Yeah, it's like it, a train. It really is a freight train. When, when Katie and I were standing in there and we were looking at one of the Delahays, and and back in Louisville, there's a collector who's really famous in the world. He's won Pebble and a number of times. He's got all these kinds of cars, right? Um, and uh, when we see this, when you see something like that up close, you know, you you can't you can't appreciate on a picture the magnitude of that car, how yeah. big it is. And then just to imagine it's all handcrafted, mm-hmm. and then to see it up close and say, you know, like, oh my gosh, forget roll, you know, forget some of the modern day stuff. Like, I want to see LeBron James step out of one of those someday. Like, right. those were the original baller cars, yeah, right? They and those were. are unbelievable. Yes, you were somebody if you oh, had absolutely. one of those Rockefeller. You right. know, I mean, that that's some serious yeah. stuff. No, there. I mean, the size of them. You you take like a you know a small school bus. And then you make it seat four people, right. and that's that's basically how big these things are. That, Katie, we should get one of those to take the kids to school in. Yes, like we should totally do that. Yes, mm, good be idea. Safe. That good, wouldn't stress the, me out. Good at all. crumple zone, you know. It, you <laughs> that's got, right. You've got thirteen feet of hood. Yes, you know, that's you're, right. you're not going to run into anything anytime soon. Oh my gosh! Uh, if I was a bug and I was going to get killed by a car, I'd want it to. Oh be yeah, that. I, I yeah. would want it to be a polished aluminum chrome grill. Yes, yes, <laughs> yes, yes, for sure. Right. Just smush me up on a Delahaye any day. That's okay. Yeah, it's it's incredible. Well, it's uh, fun to be here too and see all um, like the car celebrities walking around too. Right? Yeah. We were all walking up from outside where our tent's going to be, and we're just like, "Hey, Wayne!" You know, Wayne Carini walking by, and yeah. you know, it's pretty incredible to see all these people who, I mean, just talk about like stories what those yeah. guys have seen in their lifetime, right. and you know, I mean, they will forget something in a day more than I'll ever know, and it is. I mean, it's just unbelievable to, to meet people like that, and, yeah. and that's part of what this journey's been. I mean, we've met, I've talked to Magnus Walker about the product. I've right. talked to, um, you know, Wayne Carini. Um, we grabbed Tanner Faust when we were at SEMA. You know, it's just like to be able to show something like that to people, and they kind of like all of a sudden just go, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, right. this is perfect, right? Yeah. Like, I mean, get the stories out of their head. Yes. You know, and uh, tag those cars. Wow. Yeah, because they've got collections themselves. Yeah. I mean, lots of very sure. unique stuff, yeah. well-known stuff as well, you know, documented that they can easily put out there. I remember yeah. last year I um, was walking around and um, Hennessy had their, their F5 the uh, yeah. on display. And it, it was a crazy car to see. And when I was out in California in 2019, I managed to get a very lucky picture of the previous Venom GT uh, pulled over by California Highway Patrol. I was driving down, driving down Highway One, and it's pulled off to the side and had this crazy, uh, like prototype camouflage on it and right. everything. And managed to get a picture. Well, the whole Hennessy family was here last year on the stand for the car, and um, John Hennessy's just walking around, and yeah. no one's snagging him or anything. And so I walk up, I pull the picture up on my phone. I was like, "It's like, you know, hey, look at this picture I got in, in 2019." He's like. I saw that picture because they shared it on their Instagram at the time. <laughs> and uh, he's like, I, I, I saw that picture. And I was like, yeah, it was a you know, pretty lucky coincidence. I was like, what ended up happening? And he was like, oh, they, they ended up getting away with a warning or something. He's like, but they they were speeding. I was like, well, I can't imagine they were going too fast in a car right. that do 270 miles an hour. <laughs> right. Um, That's an awesome story. That's yes. cool. No, it was really, really cool. I, I'm looking forward to... 
a lot more conversations meeting people i already talked with a bunch of people today that um you know i've i followed or, or known of for a while and it was cool to, to meet them and talk to them in person and yeah. definitely looking forward to to more of those conversations uh, as the weekend goes on and it, it, it's going to be a great time yeah this is a great event and um you know, it's it's fun to come to these. It was actually fun to do SEMA, even though, you know, I was like, Katie, what? We're going to do what? Yeah. Um, but, you know, let me go on the record to say that the next time we ever do a contest, it's not going to be me standing up there. <laughs> it's going to yeah. be Katie. <laughs> yeah. Pass the baton off. Uh-huh. Oh, definitely. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah. Um, actually, the podcasting world has been fun. So we really appreciate you inviting us here to do this because we've actually enjoyed that. Um, you know, we did the truck show podcast yep. um, and um, we've done a handful of other ones. And it's it's just so fun to sit around and talk cars and, you know, and just get exposed to, you know, right. other other parts of the industry, other other types of people out there. It's just it's awesome. Yeah. No, I, I, I really appreciate you guys being down to do this. I was looking forward to, to coming back and getting to talk to you guys and everything. Um, yeah. and it, I, I really do, I really do appreciate it. It's a big leap for me. This is like the first, you know, legit episode that got to, you know, conduct it professionally, but it is fun. It, it is, it is really fun to talk about cars. You did an stuff. awesome job. Well, just, thank you. Yes. <laughs> yes. Yes. Thank yes. you so much. Um, yes. so uh, other than the autobio website and autobio tags on Instagram, uh, any other ways that, you know, people can look for you, learn more about it, um, any information? Those, those are the two best ways. Okay. Yeah, find us on our website, autobiotags.com, or Instagram at autobiotags. We also are on Facebook, so if that's okay. where you are, we're there too. Yep. Um, and then you can always email us. If you want to email us directly, just send it to info at autobiotags.com, and we actually answer emails. We will get back to you. Awesome. <laughs> yes. Cool. Yes. Um, well, everyone listening, um, go check out Autobio. It's a really, really cool product. Um, if if this discussion hasn't uh, opened your eyes to the um, capabilities of it and all the varying applications, it's really, really cool. Um, even if uh, you don't have a car to put a, a tag on, go learn about some and, and learn about those stories because there's some very interesting ones on there. We barely scraped the surface. So Yeah, for sure. And you can become a free member online um, just by giving a, creating a user handle and giving an email and a password, um, which allows you to actually post in the discussion under each one of the auto bios. So if you oh, get to cool. the bottom of reading the one and you want to drop the person yeah. a note, uh, you can do that. They'll get a little email and, uh, awesome. and let them know somebody's left them yeah. a message. So we're hoping that social aspect takes off. And, yes, um, that's awesome. Yeah. Very yeah. cool. All right. Yeah. Well, um, go create an account. Go engage with some, some car owners and everything and um, buy a tag for your car. Yep. if you got one so awesome thanks katie thanks, thanks paul so um, thank you and uh we're, we're gonna go enjoy the rest of our weekend yeah so, thanks can't wait bye